to a, another episode of the Two Ways Podcast. I'm Reg. I'm Randy. And joining us, oh wow, <laughs> joining us this week good from start, Toronto. Reg. Yeah, good start. <laughs> um, joining us this week from Toronto is the award-winning stand-up comedian and, and act. Wow, I can't even talk. <laughs> and actor Jeff McHenry. How's it going, Jeff? I'm well. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good to for you to join us. Uh, you are in Toronto, right? I didn't just make that up. <laughs> Uh, yes, no, I'm I'm here uh, in my uh, bedroom uh, <laughs> slash office. Yeah, uh, multi-purpose room. Talking to you guys. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, I really, I didn't ask what the podcast was about. I really didn't do my research. I'm really hoping you guys aren't white supremacists or my agents can be pissed at me. Well, you'll just have to find out, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> but you but you are white so we'll be safer either way right <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> perfect uh, <laughs> to be clear to everybody listening we are not white supremacists <laughs> but uh in jeff's case maybe we're not <laughs> um it, yeah no I, I'm, I'm not either back here uh <laughs> yeah yeah right i've seen your twitter <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well we did, a, did a little bit of looking in on you um according to this you grew up in was it acton okay. ontario that's ontario right that's true that's true how far is that from toronto uh that's about an hour uh from toronto oh, okay just like a little tiny tiny town or what or village or something yeah yes small town yeah okay yeah, we're in Manitoba. It's basically, so all we have is that. Entire act. <laughs> Let's say that again, sorry. Well, it's that. basically my entire act is uh, yeah. yeah, growing up in a small town and this yeah, and that. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the for those of you listening, definitely check out his YouTube. Um, I'm not sure if you have it posted elsewhere, but uh, I've definitely seen a bunch of YouTube clips, and <laughs> it's hilarious. And I think. Oh, thank you. Really, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, especially being in Manitoba, all of our all of our stories are pretty similar with you know the small town <laughs> drinking and very experience. much the small town farm community right. mentality. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's good. Okay, so this is a Winnipeg based podcast. Uh, how have we not talked about the Blue Bombers yet? Like I figured, it's all people talk about <laughs> is it the Blue Bombers or Patrick Line's contract. <laughs> Well, yeah, typically, typically the Jets. I mean, people like the bar. Well, Randy is a a, a rough ride fan. Like That's an, true, I like, green, like an idiot. But hey, uh, no. hey, no. <laughs> do you do you care about CFL at all in Toronto? Do I care about what? Sorry, the CFL. Oh, um, uh, I went to the Grey Cup uh, two years ago when it was here, and it was oh. a fun game. Um, but, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't care whatsoever. It was, <laughs> it, yeah, it's uh, the Grey Cup's fun to go to because I didn't realize it's it's fans of all teams that go to it. Um, so yeah, there was there's like four Argo fans, and then there's a bunch of guys from out west who are just way too drunk to be at a public event. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very Canadian. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of yeah, Rough Rider fans that are yeah, <laughs> can barely stand up by the end of the game, uh, <laughs> drinking their pilsners. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to the I went to a game in Toronto at the 
what's that called? BMO Field or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little dumpy. I didn't oh, okay. really like it. <laughs> it didn't feel like pro football to me, but um, <laughs> be that as it may, that's neither here nor there. But we we can kind of move on. Um, yeah, I guess I guess we can kind of talk about I guess your comedian career. I suppose. Um, kind of how did you like? When did you realize you wanted to to be a stand up? Um, I was in, uh, I was in high school and, uh, was a drama nerd. I had a drama teacher that was great. And, uh, she kind of got me into doing improv. And, uh, one day I was just kind of looking through course booklets, uh, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do when I went to college. And I found Humber College, uh, comedy writing and performance. And I applied and got in and, uh, they like force you to do stand up and uh yeah, I was I was lucky. I was one of those guys that in a couple of sets I kinda found my voice and yeah, just kinda took it from there. So oh, well that's cool. Um Yeah. Kind of like how how long do you f- feel it took for you to kind of uh, I guess find your stride or, or how many <laughs> how many times did you bomb before you started to kill? <laughs> Um, well, I'm very good, so that's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and humble too, yeah, (laughs) as you can tell, me doing this white supremacist podcast here in Winnipeg, uh, I'm one of the best, uh, no, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, I was lucky in that I found my voice kind of right away and, uh, uh, the fist that I ever had, I, I, I killed, and that was kind of my breakthrough set. And uh, yeah, obviously you get better, you know, as the years go by. But yeah, I, I, I kind of, kind of knew what I was doing uh, within a couple of months, which is rare in stand up. Um, yeah, so no yeah, kidding. no, I, I peaked way too soon. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> My best year was probably three years in, and it's been a slow decline ever since. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, a bummer. <laughs> well, good of you to be here, I guess. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for having me, guys. I could go hang myself. Uh, it's, uh, been wonderful. I think you should give Paul Maurice another chance. Uh, goodbye, cruel world. Uh, <laughs> that's a very depressing uh, suicide note. As far as suicide notes go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess, yeah, with the kind of with your career there, you kind of toured all across Canada, or kind of typically Ontario, or where do you normally go? You've seen you in Winnipeg, but uh, uh, no, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been everywhere. I've been, uh, I just did uh, the Yukon um, oh. for the first time, and uh, that'll be the last time I ever do there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is what like eight people up there or something? Uh, you well, I found out uh, from uh, I, a sketchy guy booked me up there, <laughs> and, and I wanted to go up there just because that—that's the besides none of it. That's the last uh, like province or territory I've never done. Um, so yeah, I got up there, and the first show wasn't that good. Just a bunch of people talking and stuff, and then. Um, <laughs> One of the moms of the performers uh, told me, uh, like, before the second show, she's like, you know why everybody's just, like, chatting and ignoring you, right? And I was like, 
no, uh, my <laughs> material not connecting. She's like, no, this is where, this is the bar where they sell crack out of. <laughs> you <laughs> and then the guy, the promoter, paid me in cash and left me there in the middle of a drunken crack den with $1,200. <laughs> and you're saying you're on the decline. That sounds like you've reached your ascension. Luckily, there was a cab uh, right outside. And I was like, please take me to my hotel immediately, please. <laughs> it's just like an unmarked white van. <laughs> Uh, wow. But no, it, yeah, actually, actually, last year, all of aside, last year was the best year of my career. I, uh, yeah, just uh, I had to uh, book this thing called the uh, IG tour, which is uh, an investors group. And they, you kind of go across Ontario doing shows for these investment firms. And uh, so, yeah, I got to do that. And that uh, that paid well. And they were they were great shows. So, yeah, no, things things are all right. That's good. Selling out, selling out to the corporate elite, but whatever. You do you, man. <laughs> uh, I love, I love saying idiot and meeting with, with, uh, you know, what, what, what do they call them? Like high potential clients, something like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of corporate speak for sure. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Hey man, <laughs> gotta pay the bills. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Um, yeah, Randy and I actually saw you, saw you in Winnipeg. When was that? Last year? year that would before? have been, I think, last year, rumors? Yeah, probably. Um, and we enjoyed yeah, the show. Yeah, uh, 2017 was the last time I was there. Yeah, okay, I, I love rumors. Sense. Yeah, it's like my favorite club to play. <laughs> you being serious. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, oh, I love okay, rumors. Yeah, no, they, they have 200 people there on a Tuesday. It's, it's, it's insane. You'd never get that. Um, well, that is the cheap night, good, so that job, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, sir? I think it's like two for one admission on Tuesday, but you know, I don't want to take away from that, but <laughs> but that helps. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. They pay for the house, definitely. But hey, yeah. whatever you got to do to get people in, yeah. Exactly. And I, I think they give out all the fucking birthday mugs in the world, man, as long as I got a fucking crowd to perform for. It's fine with me. That's fair. And I think, I think when they sell crack out of it, it's, it's more quiet, like out of the kitchen. So it's not quite so much in the, not quite so in the open. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> rumors. If anybody's listening for rumors, we're just kidding. We, we like you. <laughs> yeah. Send us tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you considered coming back to Winnipeg since then? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to come back. Yeah, I'm trying to book it up with like a, a Western tour. Where the, the last time I did it, I, I booked like a Yucks Western run okay. uh, on top of, of uh, rumors. So uh, so yeah, that's what I'll probably do the next night come through um but uh yeah the the time like when i did it in 2017 there i it was uh it ended up being seven weeks on the road and i ended up seeing double by the end of that so i won't <laughs> fucking do that long ever again but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that was if, like, if i can make it like a four-week run uh at west i'd do that for sure was that like typically flying or did you hop in a bus or car or something and drive around no, no, yeah, it was, it was flying. It was, uh, I think, I did, I did uh, the Winnipeg Fest, and then, uh, and then I did Rumors, and then I did uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, uh, Abbotsford, British Columbia, um, and then, yeah, 
by the end of that, I was, I was please get me home, please. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's good. Have you ever played uh, anything like in and around the Justin for Laughs Festival? Uh, yeah, I did Just for Laughs in uh, 2006 and uh, 2013. Uh, that was in Montreal? I did the... Uh, the club soda that the club show that airs uh yeah it was on episode of just for laughs all access um yeah that was that was a fun show i've never done the, the main gala in the big theater there but i've done the club soda show mm-hmm. would you say that that's sort of like the mecca for comedians in canada to be able to perform at just for laughs like in the main theater um i think it i think it used to be um <laughs> back when you would uh, get something from it, but <laughs> <laughs> like back in, back in the day, you could go to Just for Laughs and get a development deal, and you know that's where Tim Allen got a show. That's where Ray Romano got a show. But that doesn't seem to happen anymore. Now mm-hmm. it's just it's it's like any other festival. You get you get two thousand dollars, and you get it on TV, and nobody watches it, and that's the end. <laughs> Sounds pretty uh, typical for Canadian TV no sometimes. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of Canadian TV, you were on uh, Murdoch Mysteries a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always surprised when I see that show still on because it doesn't interest me at all. But uh, how was that experience? <laughs> oh, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's, it's a great show if you're uh, 65 to 80 years old. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> It's pretty much who they market it to. Uh, like my grandmother loves that show. A lot of old people I know like the show. And so when I did it, um, I like uh, I read the script and, and everything, and I realized that uh, that like nothing happened after the second act <laughs> until like the eighth act. And I re- oh this is because like the people watching it can like nod off. <laughs> and then come back around and not miss a thing like <laughs> scheduled nap breaks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, it's built in for naps, yeah, for sure. Um, like bathroom breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, it, it was fun doing it. It was it, um that was one of those ones where it was like what the what the fuck am I doing here? Like it's like I I'm a better actor than a lot of comics comics just just tend to not be very good actors but uh being on that one it was like uh it was like rewritten like a shakespearean play like people saying all this old-timey dialogue and then it comes to you and you're like oh fuck what am i doing here (laughs) yeah that sounds delightful what uh what kind of character did you play like what was your role in that uh i was a murderer uh (laughs) yes i me and another guy were uh, murderers. Uh, we were doing it based on the, the Black Donnellys, basically the a family had pissed off an entire town, and then the town killed them, sort of thing. So yeah, that, that's <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty so nice that's, that's what I did. Yeah, it, it was fun. <laughs> they were uh, the lead guy. Uh, it tends to be. In my experience, anyway, the, the the bigger the part, like the bigger the star, the nicer the person they are. Usually, yeah, if you're like the lead guy or the lead actress, you're just a sweetheart. And then the the lower down the call sheet you get, uh, they tend to be crazier and bigger dickheads. <laughs> I guess I guess the the leads have less to prove, so they're like, I know why I'm here. Everybody else is like, 
fuck you, you're in my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. If you ever met like like extras on a film set, they're absolutely out of their fucking minds. They're <laughs> crazy people. Man. I believe that. But yeah, the lead guy Yannick uh, Brasso, I think is his name. He he couldn't have been nicer. He was a great guy. Oh, perfect. How many seasons is that show on now? Like 18? Oh, God, there's got to be <laughs> almost 20. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, well, I did season, I want to say I did season 10, and that oh, was Jesus. two years ago. So, yeah, they're, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's, <laughs> he must be buying cottages left and right or something for him to keep doing the show. So Up in the Yukon. Sure. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, there must have been a business deal that fell through or something. I'm not sure why they haven't taken that horse out behind the barn. But <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like their their main demographic is whatever the 65 to 80 year olds. But nobody's actually watching it. They just leave their TVs on. Yeah, it's just on in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the execs are like, "Yes, it's a gold mine." <laughs> Oh, I think that show's going to be going forever. Yeah, you yeah. think with their audience demographics that their audience would be dropping like flies, but apparently they're not. <laughs> People keep getting older. They, they have a captive audience. <laughs> they're all sitting in their, you know, their old folks' homes. They have nowhere to go but <laughs> but do that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of shows, uh, you're also on Letterkenny in a <laughs> in a great little role right at the beginning there. <laughs> oh, that? yeah, yeah. I'm a slow learning fellow that gets kicked in the ass in the garbage. Yeah, that was a... Uh... <laughs> Uh, nice ass, by the way. Thank God I stand up. Yeah, because that's, that's who I am in the acting world. Like I'm in the stand up world. I'm like this kind of like respected comic headliner sort of thing. And in the acting world, I'm a slow learning fellow that gets kicked in the garbage. That's <laughs> just uh, you know, yeah, standing with his pants down in front of the urinal. It's uh, it's a pretty iconic moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, that was that was so much fun, man. Like reading, like I, I read all the uh, they sent all the scripts for the first season to me for some reason, even <laughs> though I was only in the first episode. Of it. And uh, yeah, just reading the scripts, it was like, oh, this thing's gonna be a hit. Like oh, it yeah. was, it was, it was refreshing to see a comedy that was actually very funny. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? <laughs> you, well, yeah. I mean, you watch stuff on TV nowadays, and you're like, where, where the fuck's the laugh? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. But, yeah, no, it, it's extremely funny, and I'm, I'm really happy for those guys. What's I find you, that, yeah. especially with Canadian content, sometimes it's hard for a lot of that stuff to translate yeah. over. Like, there's very hit and miss. It always feels so campy for some reason. Like, Canadian comedy seem to, I don't know, they don't, they, the minute you see the CBC logo, you can't help but think, like, this probably yeah. sucks, right? But, it's low but, budget and yeah. whatever. But, but you do get your gold nuggets that come yeah. out of the yeah. candy trailer park boys. Well, they, yeah, I think like like the fact that they made it, you know, like eighteen plus is like like would want like I'm not surprised that like show based in the country works because that's a lot of Canada's yeah. based in the country. But absolutely, a lot of their shit has worked was so hokey and uh, like the little mosque in the prairie and, <laughs> and, and that. like it was great with letter kenny because like you know oh hey fuck you but like yeah <laughs> actually talked how canadian talk like <laughs> yeah. 
It's so There's real. It's nice to see a show thing. based up here that was really authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all like time pieces and much like Murdoch mysteries and, you know, Anne of Green Gables. That's, yeah, that's all period. Yeah. It's like we yeah, have exactly. people alive today, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we live our lives. Well, like, everyone's been in the bar and met one of those guys. Oh, yeah. like, hey, bud, how you doing there? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Fights for no reason and doesn't smile about anything. And then the, the hockey banter, like when they're in the locker room yeah. and stuff, it's like, I know people that talk like that. <laughs> oh, well, they're, they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah, the, the hockey stuff is so funny. <laughs> you still keep in touch with those guys? Uh, yeah, Jared uh, messaged me out of the blue uh, like a year ago and said, hey, Bod, we're going to have you back on an episode. And then I never heard back, so I'm just assuming he was drunk. Uh, <laughs> is that how most of your business is? Yeah, work, he's uh, Jared, the, again, the lead guy, the main guy that helps write the show. He's he's one of the, the, the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He hooked me up with his acting coach in L.A. Yeah, he, he, yeah what a wonderful guy. Yeah, he couldn't be nicer. So. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's it's a good awesome. segue, I guess. Um, yeah, I read that you had gone to L.A., for I don't know how long. Like how long were you in LA? I was there in uh, nine, ten months. Yeah, it was it wasn't very long, yeah. No. <laughs> and that was basically just to do stand up and kind of try and expand your brand a little bit or Yeah, I went down there and uh, I went down to be a stand up and it's a terrible place to do stand up. Uh really <laughs> soon found out. Um because it's not like um uh, I don't know. It's basically uh, you go to these open mics and there's like a hundred open mics every night, but they're all just terrible, just <laughs> awful. And basically because everybody in LA wants to be famous, there's, it's a lot of like actors trying to do stand up to get discovered. And there, yeah, there's not a lot of good stand up there. Um, if I wanted to stay there, I would have had to transition into being an actor, and I didn't really feel like doing that. I I feel like the stand-up is the thing I'm best at. And also, you don't realize how good of a country Canada is until you leave it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess yeah. kind of specifically the, what... The, uh, the, the division between the rich and the poor there is, is crazy. It's um... uh, Yeah, that, uh, yeah California is a beautiful place and i would have stayed there for sure had i not been burning money left and right, so. <laughs> i guess that makes sense yeah and it, it seems to be like yeah i've been listening to joe rogan and those guys it's so it's sort of like comedy's great if you know the right people and you can kind of like plug each other yeah. i don't know how it is in the trenches but maybe it, you need a little bit more of a boost to get uh, recognition uh, i don't know and now would you oh, say well, that yeah yeah for sure like they, uh, a comic down there eddie delisepi eddie's been down there for years and He's doing okay. Like uh, Eddie told me, like when I first got down here, it's, he was okay. It's not so much about the joke. It's about hanging out afterwards and getting to know people. Um, and I, thinking. as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, I'm fucked," because <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the jokes and not about hanging out with people. <laughs> That's the thing I'm least good at. <laughs> oh wow! Um, have you gone to like New York to do any uh, stand-up? Out- and like if you have would you find that it's a stark contrast from how it is in LA um no I haven't gone to New York I've heard from guys that it's uh it's way better for stand-up but 
I've also heard like it's Toronto on steroids and <laughs> this is where I live and I barely like it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, you find yourself uh, a pretty good niche there. So, you, you know, it's a good market for you even in Toronto and Canada. So, I mean, if it works, yeah, it works. Yeah, right? it was like uh, it's just to steal an old wrestling term one of the wrestlers uh scott hall once said uh you know this business it's all about the money and the miles and uh that's kind of where i'm at now i'm if i was 20 i'd go down and do a bunch of free shows in new york but now it's the money and the miles how much am i getting paid and how far away from my place is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Uh, i think you mentioning wrestling just gave randy a bonus yeah, he but... just made my heart flutter a little bit <laughs> Oh, I'm a huge wrestling nerd, yeah. Oh my god, finally there's another one of me. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys enjoy your circle jerk. I'll leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Will. <laughs> yes. Get the best wrestler in the world from Winnipeg. Kenny Omega, yeah. That's right. Kenny he, Omega, Chris Jericho. There's quite the lineage of is the Omega guy very good Canadian wrestlers. Is the Omega guy yeah, the guy John who's Callis the is from guy? there. He's booking Impact Wrestling right now. Yeah, yeah. I guess Impact did move up there not long ago, right? They run quite a few shows around there. Yeah, they're in. Uh, yeah, they're uh, basically based out of Toronto now. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been watching enough. I got to catch up on that one. Yeah, you're a terrible wrestling fan. I God, know, right? Man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Well, uh, but anyway, yeah, back to white supremacy. Yeah, um, no. Kenny Omega is the one who had that documentary. Come yeah. Out. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, the with the lovers or whatever the golden, golden lovers. lovers yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Kenny Omega is uh, he's he's great. It's a pretty cool documentary, but I don't like wrestling. <laughs> so, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I guess even with LA, um, I don't know if I where if I have anywhere to go for that. Um, do you have any uh, movies or anything coming up? Or are you still just sticking to stand up? Um, just uh, just uh, just doing uh, stand up, just uh, coast to coast, wherever <laughs> wherever they send me. Uh, so yeah, no, just my website, which is my name, jeffmchenry.com, J E F F M C E N E R Y dot com, and yeah, you can see all my shows there, and uh, yeah. What's and if you're in Winnipeg, you can go. Or, <laughs> you can wait for a couple of years, and hopefully, I'll be there again. <laughs> uh, well, let's hold our breath, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the only thing I'll mention is like, and I love Tyler to death. I hope he doesn't hear this. Is like, uh, like every couple of years, the club is shut down because of a flood, and I was like, how do you not realize this is going to happen every couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> You would think, yeah. <laughs> Everything floods every now and then here. <laughs> um, what's uh? I was meaning to ask earlier, Henry. What's what's the background of that? Like, what's your history for that name? It's like British or something? Uh, that's uh, uh, Kenyan. I want to say that's uh, yeah. Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's uh, Canyon or Ugandan, one of the two. Um, really? No, I think. 
no, no, uh, it, it's uh, Irish. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. I was figuring it was either UK or something. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> is he fucking with me? Do I take him seriously? I don't know. <laughs> it's the whitest Kenyan I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Scottish and uh, Irish are uh, the background, yeah. Ah, cool. Okay, makes sense. Um, but basically, maybe, basically, yeah. like, just... Yeah. Canadian. Yeah, just say it's Canadian. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the uh, yeah rural farmers that fuck to merge farms is basically my background. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that intermingling. Um, yeah. I was speaking of your website before. I I saw your your resume on there. <laughs> One of your special abilities is your double jointed in your arms and your legs. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I used to. Uh, I think I finally edited it because uh, I also had livestock photography on there, which was a 4-H <laughs> club I took. Are most acting <laughs> com- firms looking for that? <laughs> yeah, and then, surprisingly, that's never come up in an acting audition. <laughs> can you take nice pictures of horses? Well, yes, I can. <laughs> Thank God I have it on my resume here. <laughs> no he really just portrays the soul resume. of a livestock photographer. Yeah. <laughs> you can almost <laughs> smell them. They're so real. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, do- I'm double jointed. Yeah. So with your legs, what does that mean? You can like bend your legs forward? I, I can, uh, I'm like one of those yogis. I can put my legs behind my head. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if I ever got arrested, I can, I can move my, uh, my, uh, like I could move the handcuffs from behind my back to in front of me. Uh, uh, yeah, I can so put my shoulders out of joint. We're gonna see Jeff McHenry on America's Best Dance Crew sometime soon. <laughs> Pop and lock and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either that or the first forty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> If we don't hear from you for a while, we'll uh, we'll wait for the show to drop. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, I guess before we let you go, let's see here. Um, you're a Leafs fan, right? How does that, how does that make you feel? Oh God, oh, it's devastating. Just, like I, God gave me depression and anxiety, but He also made me a Leafs fan, and I feel like. Like like one or the other. Like it's not fucking fair. Like, <laughs> like why? Why why did you have to give me both? Like <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's just a, a yearly disappointment. Just yeah, just just <laughs> every every year you get your hopes up and uh and now we're good and we can't even get out of the first fucking round. It's horrible. <laughs> uh how do you feel about Babak? Do you think his his stay is reaching its end? Oh, oh man, that's uh, yeah. I kind of go back and forth on him. Uh, I'm just starting to get tired of his like his like uh, his like small town personal trainer shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta dig in. You gotta. <laughs> You know, what else does he say? You know, you know uh, play hard, play right. Um, yeah. Oh, God. 
I, I'm a Wings I, fan. I'm so. blanking on my back Babcockisms, yeah. but I used to know a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's kind of stuck in his ways a little bit. The old school, like oh, we're gonna run four yeah, lines I no matter no what. Idea how <laughs> Patrick Marlowe was playing on the third line. And, yeah. He's a good, good man, does it right every day. That's that's one of his big ones. <laughs> does it right every day. Like, whatever Doesn't that means. Doesn't that mean scoring a fucking goal every once in a while, Mike? <laughs> no, apparently not. Uh, it's overrated. You don't need goals in hockey. As yeah. long as he skates real hard and, and tries good. That's right. <laughs> good in the corners. Yeah. 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 Get it in Such deep. a good example for the kids. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I don't know. I go, go back and forth on Mike, I think this will, if we don't get out of the first round this year, this will be his last year. Yeah, so. I think so I've, I've said the same thing. Yeah, like you can't, <laughs> in an elimination game, when you're losing, you can't have Austin Matthews on the bench and he only plays whatever 18 minutes. I'm like, you yeah. double shift that guy. Like, give her. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, uh, yeah, that, that was bad point to me. Yeah. Oh, well. As soon as they lost game six, I knew it was over. I didn't even watch the game. It was like they're going back to Boston. They're going to get killed. So. Yeah, they don't They don't seem to have the, I don't know, the mental fortitude or something to, to power through. Yeah, they don't get that fire yet. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like the Leafs in uh, Ottawa back in the day. Like, no matter how good Ottawa was, the Leafs would always beat them. And now that seems to be Toronto-Boston. It doesn't matter. Where we finish in the standings, yeah, the Bruins got our number. So. It's kind of similar to back in the day when we picked Jets against um, like Edmonton, but yeah. I mean they had Gretzky, so duh. But like they'd constantly make the playoffs and just get shit stomped by the Oilers again and again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you guys got screwed over because you were in the best division in hockey for yeah. for the entire eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be rough. I mean, that was kind of before yeah. my time, but and like I said, I'm a Wings fan anyway, so I don't. I mean, I was cheering for the Jets in the playoffs, but uh, it's still, it's tough to see, especially even for the Leafs, kind of get through Boston all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, just depressed right beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you you must be you must be thrilled then. I talked to uh, your cousin Mike there. Yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> I, I told him Eiserman was coming back. So. Oh, I'm very very happy. Well, and now speaking of the Oilers, Holland is leaving to go be their GM. So. Um, I don't know when this episode will drop, but uh, <laughs> this might be a bit dated. But yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Poor guy. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, at least like the Leafs were the laughing stock of the league for a long time. At least we're not that anymore. At least that's yeah. Edmonton and Ottawa. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel so bad for Big David. They don't know like, what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. No. Yeah, you had that much talent over there and just doing nothing with them. Blows my mind. Yeah, it's kind of wasteful. <laughs> Um, I guess, yeah, I don't, we don't want to steal too much of your time, but, uh, I appreciate you joining us, Jeff. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed that. Well, it's been a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. Yo, no, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to plug other than your website? Any social media stuff or anything? Or dates? Um, just uh, my, my Twitter, my Facebook, they're all, uh, my same name. So, uh, check that out. Um. If you're 65 years old, I'm sure my Murdoch Mysteries is still in circulation. You can <laughs> look that up. You can ask your grandchild how to use the computer. I'm sure they can find it for you. Um, <laughs> get them to watch Dog Pound. If you want to see me get kicked in the ass in garbage, uh, go watch Letter Kenny. Uh, yeah. 
Most people According to a drunk Jared Kiso, I'm going to be back on it someday. So, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You know, it's been a, it's been a uh, good no, chat. Yeah, just just check out my stuff online, guys. If you're uh, you're a fan, and uh, yeah, other than that, thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Yeah, I highly recommend going on YouTube and uh, checking all your clips because they are quite funny. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we can have you on again in the future, and maybe next time you're coming through Winnipeg, we can have a bit of a live show. Yeah, let's do it up. Yeah, I'd love to do that, guys. Sounds good. Sounds good, buddy. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks again. Enjoy your uh, your Toronto day, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll leave you be. Thanks a lot, Jeff. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that was an interview with Jeff McHenry. Uh, that was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Great time. Glad <laughs> to talk to him. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, pick his brain a little bit, hear about some comedy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a funny dude. Absolutely. Like we said, you should definitely check out his YouTube if you get the chance. Uh, <laughs> he kills me. Small town Canada. It's all the same. <laughs> it's the perfect humor. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so I guess we can uh, move on to some of our regular scheduled, regular scheduled programming. Um, I guess before we get into anything crazy, let's look at our recent Facebook poll. Uh, we put on, uh, in the event of a single lane being closed uh, and you had to merge over, do you zipper merge or do you um, wait in a line like a dummy, like me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not surprised, but uh, 82% of people that polled um, are, I guess, in favor of zipper merging. I don't know if if they all actually zipper merge. Uh, someone commented on your thing saying that, I forget who it was, saying that... Um, uh, I, I think it was uh, Shane. Ah, it was Shane, yeah. Shout out to Peg City Beard Company. Woop woop. Um, yeah, he basically said that, uh, he doesn't actually think that <laughs> everybody that would vote that way actually does it based on how yeah. people drive. And I tend to agree. I, d- I don't know if some of the votes work more aspirational than, yeah. <laughs> than kind of what people typically do. I think I think the majority of people probably intend to, yeah. and then they give in to the peer pressure because like people looking at them as they drive yeah. by. Or they just feel the, <laughs> the hate. Um, yeah, that, that, may, that may be the case. Um, Either way, to anyone that does do it, kudos to you. Yeah. Because that's I, the way it yeah. should be done. I, I And I agree. Like, like we mentioned, it's... I totally agree. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I should be doing. I just... Everybody just thinks you're a dick, and, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I can't help yeah. it. No, you gotta change the world one little bit at a time. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, just get back into that. Um, so yeah, but thanks for taking part in uh, another one of our, you know, ground moving, our, our earth shattering polls. <laughs> it was very much appreciated, as yeah. always. Exactly. We love any sort of interaction from you people. Absolutely. We got some stars recently, I see, Rich. We did. Yeah, oh. we got some good reviews coming in. Well, no reviews, but just good ratings. Uh, so keep those coming. Yeah, thank you. Again, much appreciated to anyone who took the time to do that. We uh, can't thank you enough. Totally agree. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're hoping pretty high there. So if you use Apple Podcasts, um, give us a rating. I assume you can do it in other apps. I'm not familiar with those. Um I think so. I, I would assume so. At the very least, many of our listeners uh, are on Apple Podcasts, so um, yeah, give us a rating. That would be very helpful. Get us up the get us up the line a little bit. Um, yeah. So I meditated for the first time yesterday. Did you? I did. And how'd that go? Uh, 
it was interesting. It went very well. Uh, it's very hippy dippy, but uh, like, did you self meditate or you went to like a class? No, yeah, I was at home. I I used the Headspace app. Oh, okay. And you get like ten free basic lessons or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like guided meditation. But I was just sitting in my bedroom. Um, but yeah, it was it was really interesting. It was a, a ten minute guided thing. Um, and so you sit there and he kind of just, it's very basic kind of focus on your breathing and your body and kind of like mm-hmm. move throughout your body. Um, and then at, at one point he's like, slowly close your eyes, kind of listen to the sounds around you. But like, even if it distracts you, that's fine. Just gently bring yourself back. Mm-hmm. And at first you're kind of like, how long has this been? Am I close to 10 minutes yet? Yeah. And then almost, I don't even know when, the, when it transitioned, but at a certain point I sort of like almost forgot where I was. Yeah. Um, and it, it was kind of nice. I get, you literally spend 10 minutes, which is nothing, but yeah. it, it felt longer, but it didn't feel that long in some weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I finished off, then they're like, yeah, so, you know, just gently open your eyes whenever you're ready. And, and when I did, like everything felt weirdly in focus, Yeah, I guess sitting for 10 minutes with your eyes closed without any other sort of distraction. Stimuli. Yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. It's, um, if if you're capable of clearing your mind for any amount of minutes and you know, kind of uh, work on the brain side of things, I I thought it was good. Yeah, well, I think anyone can, you know, everyone needs to take time at some point in the day, whether it's ten minutes or thirty minutes or even just two minutes. So you know, take a step back, breathe. Yeah, kind of, you know, life ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, shout out to Chris Lutz from episode four um, with his uh, with his meditation talk. And uh, <laughs> when I was telling him about it today, he was even saying, um, how did he word it here? Let me quickly find the message. Um, sorry for the delay. So you didn't quite hit the transcendental peak. It was no, <laughs> no, I wasn't looking through my nipples or whatever he did. <laughs> um, but no, he's like... Uh, He's like, yeah, you'll be levitating by 2020, bro. There you go. <laughs> I was like, got to lose a few more pounds for that. Then he's like, hey, remember when Yoda lifted the X-Wing out of the swamp? Mind over matter, man. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's really interesting. I uh, Focus, you must. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a free app. It uh, costs a lot if you, like, subscribe to it. Whatever. I can imagine it would. Probably, like, 20 bucks a month. Something like that. Yeah. Jesus. A bit more than I'm prepared to pay right now, but... Yeah, buddy. Um, even if you work through the, the 10 free ones, it's it's neat. Yeah. I'd uh, recommend trying it. Just kind of... I'm sure you could go on YouTube and find about a 1,000 oh. free ones. Yeah. If only that few. Actually, um, Darius kind of uses them to sleep a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I use, like, um, white noise apps, and even on Spotify, they have some... Like pink noise, white mm. noise, all that stuff. Um, it's nice. Yeah. See, I've never had that kind of issue. I just, I'm like, I'm asleep in about two minutes. Oh, yeah. Typically, so am I. But sometimes it's kind of nice to just hear like a shh. Yeah. Just sort of fall into. Yeah. If I do have one, it's usually like like rain on a tin roof kind yeah. of thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Sort of like that ASMR stuff. Yeah. But it's not like people whispering. It's not and, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> chewing and whatever the fuck. Yeah. How are you doing? It's super weird. Like someone breaks into your house and they... <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, as well as... I guess we should, before we go today, um, discuss... Uh, 
pretty heavy topic. <laughs> um, yeah, this one's a little touchy for yeah, some it's been, people. It's been going through the world uh, like a bit of a bit of a whirlwind, and it you know it's controversial to most. Well, I guess probably everybody. I don't know. Um, but in specifically, kind of the it's divisive to say the least. That's true. Uh, the so we're obviously if you hadn't picked up on it yet, we're picking we're t- discussing kind of the the new abortion laws that were enacted. Most recently in Alabama, as well as Georgia, and I think Louisiana. And yeah, yeah, it sounds like Michigan's got one through in the Ohio. pipeline. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, uh, we don't really need to rehash the rules involved um, mm-hmm. necessarily, but uh, they're very restrictive and, and people are up in arms. Um, I don't know how in-depth you want to get, Randy, but uh, pro, against, what, what's your overarching feel? I have always been pro-choice. Yeah. So um, I am very against this law that like, these um, states are bringing into effect. Uh, it's it's simply not fair to try to tell someone what they can or can't do with themselves. Yeah. yeah. Like if you were to tell me, quit eating so much pizza, fatty, <laughs> I'd be like. Fuck you! You can't tell me what to do. Like this is my body. I'll put as much pizza in as I want. That that's true. Um, probably not the best comparison to make, but but still, like it's how many children are born each year that either they're born into abusive households or a mother who can't take care of them or a mother who's far too young to take care yeah. of them. Um, or the product of the thing like rape and incest and whatever else. That, right. Exactly. You know. Like. To tell someone they can't get rid of a rape baby is fucked up. I know. Um, and, I, and I'm not even necessarily saying that, that they should have to. You know what I mean? Like, if, if say, you're a 15, 16, whatever, however old the girl is, and you and your family decide we're going to keep it, fine. That, right. All the power Absolutely. to you. You know, if you can handle the mental trauma of that, great. But the option should be there that, you know, like, I, I recently heard, and again, I haven't looked into it, but there was apparently, like, a 12-year-old girl that was... Uh, raped by her camp counselor and he's like a 40 year old guy Mm -hmm. in Ohio or something and now she's not only being forced to keep the baby but she has to co-parent with her attacker get out of here yeah I'm gonna try and find it here but that's uh, that's kind of what I what I heard and I might be spreading rumors and I hope not Um, uh, if so that's probably the most fucked up thing I've heard right um <laughs> wow, <laughs> Reg, you're gonna get a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> bad results here. And I typed racist instead of rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry, um, but if only people could see what we just saw. <laughs> well, yeah, woman whose rapist was granted joint custody. Well, this is back in 2017. Oh, sorry. Okay, maybe this is old. Um, uh, convicted rapist joint legal custody of the victim's eight-year-old son. Okay, that might not be the story I was thinking of. Oh, either way, this like this is messed yeah. up too. Yeah, it's kind of the like we don't even necessarily have to go into it, but even if that's like a, a far to the one side um, argument for it, if that's even an option, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that that's that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I I just yeah I I think that. The option should be there, um, but again, you don't have to. And I, I think, in general, abortions are rare. Um, 
but you know the option should be there it's, i i'm not in favor of late term abortions um you know or i don't know whatever they were talking about like after the kid was born and stuff recently there was some hubbub in the states about i don't know i'm not even going to talk about it. i don't know the details but you know like say you're in your whatever seventh month or something and you decide you know that's that's a bit right I, like i like there's and you can't tell them what to do no but like you, you do kind of and it's almost hypocritical to say as a pro-choice person that like i it, i almost feel like if you oh, hit a certain your mind. if you hit a certain point um like okay now you got to kind of I think I, I can't put this nicely. You kind of have to, like, you sort of have to do it at that point. Go through yeah, it. that's what I, 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 th- I think, um, I think that's kind of reasonable because if, if you subscribe to the, to the notion that, bless you, oh, um, you, if you subscribe to the notion that the minute the baby is conceived, um, it's a human life and it's sacred and whatever. Right. Um, which is the onus of most of these arguments. Exactly. And, you know, if you subscribe to that, then, you know, when it's that far along, you know, it kind of, kind of is a kid, right? Um, I don't know. It's a, it, I, I kind of feel like as long as it's, if it's early enough, but again, it's hard, not, hard to even bring feel, it up. Right? I feel because like the people who, the majority of women that are getting them aren't getting them that late term. I would no, think no. that's a pretty rare thing. Yeah. Oh, it's even more rare than in general. Absolutely. Um, but that that makes me uncomfortable. And and even in general, like I'm pro-choice, but I mean, there's so many talking points recently that, um, and I agree, pro-choice doesn't necessarily mean pro-abortion. Right. Right. Like pro-choice just means it's none of my business. That, yeah. That's like, you know... Basically, if if you think that conception is the point of life, then should it not be illegal to masturbate? Mm. You know, to a certain extent, you're wasting the sperm that would then be a baby, which is kind of also a religious argument because Catholics and yeah. all the people, they get mad if yeah, you Yeah, but it hasn't like, it hasn't done the process to become something more than just sure. seed though. I agree, but if you take it to like, you know, it's logical and it's... It, like sort a seed of. isn't a plant until it starts actually sprouting. You You're know right. What I'm saying? No, that's true. Um, but it is kind of silly. I don't know. Um, but again, as far as I'm concerned, pro-choice. Like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not here to tell anybody to what to do. It's just it makes me uncomfortable. I don't. And I think also it kind of boils down to kind of if we have an overarching theme in any of our episodes is that it's more nuanced than people tend to give it credit for. You know, I absolutely. I, like I said, I'm pro-choice, but I don't even know where exactly I fall because I don't, I don't want people to kill quote unquote babies, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, it, and another problem is that in many of these places that are the most restrictive on on, you know, women reproduction rights and whatever, they're also the ones that are that have like the worst. Um, kind of social safety net when the kids are born. Yeah. And many of those places are the most pro-war. So you're pro-life, but you're pro-war. Yeah. So you're pro-birth, but you're not necessarily pro-life. You know, exactly. like, so once the kid's born, figure it out, you're on your own. Yeah. Like, we're not going to help you. We're not, you're not going to, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't think it should be nearly that restrictive. It, it, right. 
it's crazy. And and much like, uh, and even this might be controversial, um, like safe injection sites uh, in Winnipeg, we have and many places across the world, mm-hmm. we have a huge issue with with you know meth and and other types of heroin, um, just kind of needle um, drugs, uh, drug addiction, right. and across Canada in some places they're they're opening safe injection sites mm-hmm. so that if you are addicted you can go get it safe you, maybe they can help you work it through um, no where, like, where do you stand on oh I'm totally in, totally in favor yeah absolutely I, I think it's great but to further my point it, without it you know junkies and, and people that are struggling are doing it in the middle of the street dying ODing not doing it safely mm-hmm. spreading diseases so by that same token once you, you know, restrict abortions, abortions aren't going to stop. Right. People are just going to start doing them in back alleys and shady doctor's yeah. offices. Yeah, it's going to be whatever. super underground. Like, yeah. Um, you're going to have to know a guy to know a guy to know a guy to get them done. Exactly. And that's not safe for the mother. It's not safe for anybody. Like, that is probably not hygienic. And it's just whether you like it or not, people are going to get it. And I would, I would sooner have it done safely cleanly um with you know as much respect for the mother as you can and, uh, just, you know why 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 do it any other way it just doesn't right. i don't know um like i said i'm not entirely sure specifically where i fall but i'm absolutely pro choice and um i just can't i don't know i just can't get behind the the restrictive nature of of many of these laws i just right um, but that being said, well, I, like, like you're encroaching on like what freedom is really. Yeah. Like the freedom to make your own choices in life and it's to, true. and to do what you want to do with your own person. Like yeah. I saw someone post saying, uh, like at least in the States that Viagra is subsidized by the government, but, uh, they refuse to pay for abortions. Right. So just like if, if you getting pregnant is God's will, then so is limp dick. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like. Why is one okay and one and the other isn't? Yeah, a lot of people are dubbing it. It's the kind of the war on women in yeah. like the states, right? Like it's, it's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, and people make the argument too, right? Like, well, what if your parents had decided to abort when they had you, kind of thing, right? It's like, well, but they didn't, and I'm yeah. here, so exactly. It's it's a it's a straw man argument because, they, like you said, they didn't, um, and if they did, I wouldn't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't be here to care, so I no. don't care. Like exactly, and um, and actually, p- other people make the argument as well, saying that uh, what if the person to cure cancer is one of the children that were aborted? Okay, but what if one of the young mothers who are now totally restricted in poverty, or or not necessarily mm-hmm. poverty, but in many cases, it's it happens in in poverty stricken neighborhoods. Um, right, what she if, could be. Go into Harvard and something terrible happens. She gets raped or she just has a one night stand that goes yeah. awry. And she suddenly has a kid and her parents kick her out. Yeah. Right. She could have been the next Nobel Prize exactly. winner. But now yeah. due to what happened, right. Say that family money gets cut off or yeah. whatever. And now she's down in the dumps and yeah. Right. So no, exactly. Yeah. Goes both ways. Yeah. I don't know. Like we're probably gonna piss off a lot of people by even talking about it, and especially being being pro-choice in this area of Canada right. is very unpopular. Um, and I realize that, and at the same time, I I can respect people's perspective to a certain degree because I 
I can see because they, if you believe that life starts at conception, then every second after that is killing a baby. And if that's what you truly believe, then yes, it's killing a baby. Yeah. So I can understand why people get so angry about it, right. right? But I personally don't think that you know a cluster of cells three days old is a baby. No, absolutely not. Um, it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't quite jive with me. Um, and I think even your perspective perspective is interesting as a soon to be father. Right. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, it's just I don't know. I think people should be f- should have the freedom to do essentially what they want to do. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Um, and that may be an unpopular opinion, um, but that's just how I feel. I just. No, for know. sure. It's like you said, like with me being like an expecting father, right? Like, like obviously we want to have kids, right? So that's what we're mm-hmm. doing. But, you know, say some other wife and husband that, you know, he really wants kids or whatever, but, you know, she's just not comfortable with it. Yeah. And, she, and she wants to get the abortion. Like, sorry, but you don't get a say in it as the dad. Like, yeah. you do, right? And obviously, like, you would talk it out. and You'd hope that your relationship is in that, that place that you... That, that, that's something it. that you have to worry about yeah. at that point. That should yeah. be discussed long before you get exactly. there. Exactly. But like at the end of the day, if she wants to do it, you can't stop her. Mm-hmm. So well, and even to to go further with with many of those southern states that don't teach um, proper sex education, it's all abstinence, abstinence. You know, just don't have sex and you won't get pregnant. Type teaching. Um, if that's what you're gonna teach you know like if you're not going to teach kids how to have safe sex because horny teenagers are going to fuck like that's guaranteed so if you're we, not going to teach like we know this yeah we've all been there yeah exactly um so if if they're going to do it teach them how to do it safely and odds are you'll have fewer teenage pregnancies and by extension fewer abortions you know precisely um so you're kind of it's counter uh, counterproductive because if you're now not teaching kids how to have sex safely and again, I'm not in favor of teenagers necessarily having sex. Like, if, you know, of course, abstinence is the best way to not get pregnant. Duh. Yeah. But for you then to say no other option is safe um, and to not even teach them how reproduction works, uh, the prop, you know, to use contraceptives and whatever yeah. else. And that's just it. The more you give them options, the more they're going to use the options. And it's not the foreign thing that's so taboo yeah. and it's like, ooh. Well, we're not supposed to do this. It makes it exciting. Yeah, in your and, mov- and sex should be exciting. Of course, but if you're teaching them about these things and giving them the options, then they can go, okay, well, cool. Like I can have fun and I can worry a little bit less about sure. what some of the consequences may be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it just it's just better to educate, like educate, 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 right? Like, so if you can teach them to do it properly, you know it may eventually figure itself out. But to, to take away the option entirely and, you know, to have potential doctors thrown in jail for 99 years, you yeah. know, when, you know, some rapists get off on like three months probation and shit, mm-hmm. like it's... Uh, and, and my main issue, my biggest issue is the whole rapist incest, like, thing that, you know, that's not even an option to get... Yeah. Like, that's fucked. Especially in Bama. Yeah, right? Like... Um, uh, I don't know. It blows my mind, but I think, yeah. So essentially, pro life. Um, oh, sorry, pro choice. Um, but I'm also pro life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that's what I think. P- 
people seem to think that saying pro-choice automatically means that you're pro-abortion. Right. I, I love life. Like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you choose to have the baby, great. That's fantastic. Good Absolutely. for you. Um, but why, why, especially why should 20, you know, white guys <laughs> make the decision for all of the women that are affected by this? Um, especially in, you know, I assume the highest rates of, you know, unwanted pregnancies are probably in disenfranchised neighborhoods. So right. typically places with people of color and, and to have and not less educated school system. Exactly right. Yeah, and to not even have a single woman weigh in. E- even the governor was a woman and she still voted into law. Yeah. Basically implying that to be, get basically to be pregnant is God's will or, or, you know, no matter how the baby comes into t- Yeah. Like, and I've even seen some... Concern- and, like, these are people that have been on record as saying, like, oh, like... You know, if it's rape, well, a woman's body can just shut that down. Yeah, or, exactly. Or in the most extreme case, I saw one, it was some senator, and he said, like, basically, it's going to happen, so just make the best of it. Right, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. Um, and, yeah, so if if, if this if these types of restrictive laws came into place for men, imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm by no means some sort of weird feminist or whatever, but think about it like how quickly that would get shut the fuck down if if there was some sort of i don't know restrictive dudes can't have sex law or yeah. whatever yeah males must take contraception yeah like you know they developed the the bro patch there and right yeah. now now we have to wear all the protection all the time yeah and it was mandated yeah i mean that should be a thing it'd be if you could somehow <laughs> come up with something that dudes, you know, could do that work. They are developing effective. a cream for it. Oh, yeah? That you just rub on, yeah. Oh. If they don't call it sunblock, <laughs> then they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. No. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of the heavy on this week's episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I just felt like we would have been remiss if we didn't mention or kind of at least discuss it. Um and yeah, like, it's it's too big of a talking point to not yeah. really touch on. I know people are probably sick of hearing about it, oh, yeah. but but and 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 like we said, if you're pro or against, that's entirely up to you. Just like everybody else is entitled Absolutely. to their own thing. It's your choice to think that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, if we took that choice away from you, you'd be pissed. Exactly, and I'm totally open to that. Um, you know, you feel how you feel, and I get that. Um. But just realize that other people might not feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, I guess uh, we beat that horse to death. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So on to perhaps lighter things, if anybody's still listening through that. I found out recently, how do you pronounce uh, Adidas? Adidas. Okay, me too. You, yeah. know how, you know how it's actually pronounced? Is it like some stupid like Adidas? <laughs> Almost. It's legitimately pronounced Adidas. Adidas? Adidas. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, it's German, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I heard it said on, on TSN 1290, Jim Jim Toth, Toth whatever yeah. his name is, he had said it, it just in conversation as if everybody said it that way. Yeah. And I heard that, I was like, what the fuck are you saying? So yeah. I, I Googled it, and yeah, the, the correct pronunciation is Adidas. Adidas. I will never say that. No, it's Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. Fucking... Stupid Germans. <laughs> Did you know Puma and Adidas uh, used to be together and they separated into two Oh, is it not Puma? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Puma. 
Um, I think it was those two companies that were together. Anyways, I thought that was kind of weird. Hmm. Um, so Puma's like the luxury brand of Adidas? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were just, they got, I think they fought or something. They split up. Oh. Something. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, also, hearkening back to many episodes ago, um, when we discussed Boston accents, did you see that it was recently voted the second sexiest accent in America? I did. How can you not <laughs> think of such a sexy accent? <laughs> oh, it just gets you hard. <laughs> Yuck. I don't... Uh, <laughs> and then someone had put, number one, every other accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. You're telling me you couldn't sit at home listening to that accent for hours? No, I couldn't. It's oh, bad. Wicked pissy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I don't... Uh, I'm trying to think of American accents and where I would rate them, but Boston would not be high at all. Um, Let's see. I do enjoy a good, like, southern accent. Not, like, super hick southern, but, like... Like Savannah, Georgia, Southern. Yeah. Like you see the Office episode where they do the uh, the murder mystery party. Yeah, yeah. And that Helms goes, you gotta speak smooth as molasses in Savannah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. They kind of all kind of irk me a little bit. But I mean, like they all have their extremes, right? Like Mission's yeah. got the, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even like that's very similar to like North Dakota and far like that type of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Anywhere close to us, that's why we kind of sound like it. <laughs> yeah, my dad's been mistaken for someone from. I think they asked him where he was from. He th- they thought he was from like Nebraska or something, because I guess we're we're all very, basically Manitoba. If we have an Ameri- any American listeners, basically Manitoba is Nebraska. <laughs> we're yeah, bas- we're basically like that. Middle America. It's just all prairies and farmland. Right. and Any kind of Midwest style of town. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like New York's, like the New York Italian accent's pretty iconic. I'm walking over here. I'm walking here. I don't really like that either. Coming to my restaurant, fucking tell me off. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Um, Yeah. I, think, I don't know. I think I would put Boston in my top five. I love it for how like over the top it is. I guess yeah. Well, you like like bad things for no re- like the Buffalo third jersey that you, you know used to what? like. That jersey was the hottest thing I've ever seen. No, no, okay. it's disgusting. But like you like things that look bad because they look bad for some reason. I don't. Right. I don't get you. Just because <laughs> yeah, it's like the the camp of it almost. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I just enjoy it. Like just, the Philadelphia Eagles old throwback. The uh, the yellow with the powder blue. I'm not familiar. Oh, I'm going to find you a picture of this jersey. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I love when, like, maybe it's just because I know they're bad and it's like, I can't believe that this team is bold <laughs> enough to make a decision like this. <laughs> kind of like so those I'm old. Just, I'm just going to applaud them for it. Oh, that's, I guess I can see that. Like those old um, Nashville Predator jerseys. You see those from like 05, 06? They were the, like earwax yellow. Yeah, the, with, like the a really, ones. with a really ugly Predator logo. Yes. On the front. Yeah, like those are bad. I can um, almost never remember how to spell Philadelphia. <laughs> I always want to do P H I L I. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's something people don't need to know, but <laughs> there you go. Okay, here you go. The Philadelphia Eagles yellow jersey. Anyone who is uh, listening right now, just Google it Philadelphia Eagles yellow jersey and you'll find it. 
Oh, I remember those. Yeah. yeah. They're so bad, they're good. But yeah. I remember Luke Ducharme had one. That's Shout where out I would have seen one. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they looked much better in person than they do in picture. Yeah. But they're still pretty ugly. That's where I would have seen it. Yeah, Luke would have had one. Um, Yeah. Because so that's another dude. And I'll say it, Luke, I'm calling you out. You also love ugly jerseys. <laughs> so I hope you listen to this. <laughs> and yeah, you're my brother. <laughs> yeah. I like you too, <laughs> but I like nice jerseys. <laughs> well, nice jerseys are nice too, but I don't know. They said there's just no being like bold enough to put the ugly one out. I I, I can see that. I, I give you give you credit for that. Um, I guess speaking of Boston, stupid Bruins are in the Stanley Cup final, which disgusts me. Yeah, go Blues. Absolutely. Uh, a 1970 playoff uh, Stanley Cup rematch. Oh, yeah, it's the last time they met. The St. Louis Blues made the finals three years in a row, didn't win a single game, got swept every year. Holy. <laughs> That's like my Buffalo Bills in the 90s. Pretty much. Though, to be fair to the Blues, for some reason the NHL, after expansion in like 67, they put all the expansion teams in one division. And then so then basically like the winner of that division would basically still be 500 or less. <laughs> and then they'd make it to the finals. Or if they did, then they'd play like the 1970s Montreal Canadiens or yeah. Blackhawks or whoever. So they never had a fucking chance. No, but get dominated. Yeah, it's it's so it's kind of stupid. So I'm not surprised they got swept. It's basically mm-hmm. these shitty expansion teams that make it there. But Absolutely. Uh, but whatever. Uh, definitely go Blues. I was rooting for San Jose. This should be a good series. Eh. Eh. Kind of boring. I think. I think. It's either going to be really high scoring or very low scoring. Yeah, it might be low scoring with two Rask. Which, I mean, I guess... Is all that happens in hockey. <laughs> <That's, yeah. laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, sometimes you have like m- average, like three two games. And stuff, I guess. Is, yeah. It depends on what you define low scoring. I guess. True. Um. Yeah. So definitely go St. Louis. Uh, there was, I was going to say something. And I lost my train of thought. Uh, it doesn't matter. But goddamn, those Bruins are good. <laughs> hmm, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening to Spit and Chicklets recently. And yeah. I, yeah. That is probably the heaviest Boston accent I've ever heard. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a bit much. It's he fun. sounds like a nice guy. He's good. But he does. I get a kick out of it. Yeah. No, I like the podcast as well. They just release too much. Um, True. Anyways, one more thing here. What else did I have? Um, recently, uh, a little local news. Steinbeck Online uh, reported that the Birchwood Funeral Home uh, had a record year in 2018. <laughs> cool. Which was the headline. First of all, why why are you proud of that? Yeah, it seems like an odd thing. The to, most people died that have ever died yeah, in the city. Yeah, exactly. And they all came here. <laughs> um, but yeah, quote unquote, managing director at Birchwood Funeral Chapel in Steinbeck says 2018 will go down as their busiest ever. Well, I mean, <laughs> clearly they're doing good. Look at that building they put up yeah. out there. But like, it just it just seemed like such a. An odd thing to it be seems proud a, of. It seems like a little too happy of a headline for yeah, sure. Yeah, just like, oh, you know, all their, uh, all their shareholders, you know, like, yeah. we had an incredible quarter, <laughs> <laughs> record uh, profits. Yeah, it's like they handled a record 369 funerals, up from 332 in 2017. Hmm. Well, and apparently they have over eight hundred thousand dollars in prepaid funeral plans, uh, up from four hundred thousand last year Holy or in 2017. Shit. Yeah, it just seems super morbid. Like, yeah. you know, why are you? Well, I mean, funerals 
like funeral parlors do gouge you on prices. Oh, ooh, absolutely, they What's do. The, the average cost of funeral now is like fifteen grand or, or something. something like that. Maybe that's low. I don't even know. Um, but I just thought it was such a weird like thing to make a story out. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, we're very proud of how many funerals we did. Yeah, it's odd. It I don't know if I could ever work or own a business like that. Like, you're profiting off of people's, like, literally their lowest points. Yeah. Most people, I assume. Some are probably joyful. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you're trying to upsell them. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, oh, you could get the cedar casket over here, and yeah. that'll run you an extra 2000 but look at the luxury. Yeah. Look at the padding that the person can't even feel. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's It seems so silly. But again, that's kind of their whole, I guess, religious thing. You want your body to be maintained and you want mm. to respect them, whatever. Um, what about you? You want to get buried? You've no, I'm getting space? burnt. Yeah. It's yeah. probably going to hell too. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. No, but uh, no, I'm getting cremated for sure. Yeah. Likewise. I want to get one of those plantable urns. Oh, yeah. They plant yeah. a tree out of you? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, cool. Then people can eat me. I, I honestly, I don't care what you do to me when I die. Yeah. Because I am dead. But I would say cremate because it's cheap. And um, if you want to keep a little piece of me, give her. Right. You know? I, Before, actually, we j- I just got a, my Christmas present finally came in from last year. Year before. Um, what? Yeah, I got a necklace to put Jerry's ashes in. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I like this. So they actually like put it in like a hard... Like it's fused or something? No, it, yeah, it's like a gold and silver container and then it unscrews and then oh, we put okay. some ashes in. Comes a little, basically, uh, what do you call those things? Like a crystal? Oh my God, no. Like you put into a salt and pepper shaker to pour salt into. I don't know, a funnel? Yeah, funnel, that's the one. <laughs> Comes a little funnel and like you just pour the ashes in and then you seal it. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, like it's that. cool. All the, like all the kids and stuff got one. And, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And my friend who knows Jerry, she was awesome. So. She was awesome. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Um, but uh, where was he going with that? Oh, yeah. Before you burn me, you have a little service, and you hang me from the ceiling by wires, <laughs> and you play a bunch of crazy techno, and you fly me over the crowd. <laughs> and then you can do whatever you want. That's my only requirement. That's right. I that want to be a dream. marionette. I'm going to build it into my will. <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, have you heard of people where they, they mix some of the ashes in with, like, tattoo ink, and then they get a tattoo, like a memorial tattoo? I think I heard of that, like, recently that's kind of becoming yeah. a thing. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's yeah. cool. I mean, whatever. Whatever you need to do to grieve, it's entirely up to you. And if you want to bury them in a wood box, we'll bury them in a wood yeah. box. It's... And whatever their wishes were, it was yeah. their choice. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, shit, see that? Oh. But, actually, that brings me back around. Uh, dead bodies have more control over their bodies than women do. Precisely. So, and that's fucked, right? Yeah. So, to make quickly make that point before we belabor it too much, but basically, they can't take organs out of your body unless you say they can. Right. So, even if you're dead, they can't harvest your organs. Right. I mean, maybe some people do in some countries. I don't know, but at least here, you can't take organs out. Yeah. Without you signing off. And if you're not an organ donor, sign the damn card. Yeah, don't be stupid. Come on. Give it all up. I've already, I think I've signed it. You can have everything. Right, man, mine's giver. Yeah. Anything, anything that you can use, have it, take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just seems kind of silly that you have control over it until you die. Um, and I guess even after you're dead, but 
kind of women don't have control over their own bodies mm-hmm. to make those decisions. Seems a bit messed up. Um, Very much so. But, uh, yeah. So, sorry to go dark and then bright and then dark again. <laughs> um, Speaking of bright moments, Reg. Mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory is officially over. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> oh, you're you're a Big Bang hater? Uh, I'm not really a hater, but I definitely fell off probably season... What the hell did they even end on? 16? No, they finished on 12. Oh, 12. Okay. Well, so she was all much I'm paying attention. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I fell off probably season... Six, maybe? I was roughly the same. I think I went to like eight-ish, but I stopped caring... Like in like probably five or six. Or right, yeah. When I watched, it was just kind of because Darius kept watching it. And yeah. I would just, it just got like for a few seasons there, it was kind of just the same lame tropes every episode. Yeah, it, like most shows, when you go too long, they start becoming caricatures of themselves. Right. And it's just like whatever they were, that's just what they always are. And there's no precise. I don't know. Yeah, they're kind of going through the motions. It just gets overhyped. Yeah, and you kind of just want to see how the story arcs end. Right. Um, Have, yeah. Did you watch the finale? No. No, it's, it was it's pretty good, actually. I might actually eventually work my way through, so let's keep it spoiler-free. Yeah. So no, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but it is, like, it is yeah. good. Okay, a lot good. of good uh, moments for the characters. Yeah, and this is going to maybe sound mean, but the show was better before they all got girlfriends. Yeah, like, When they were true. just nerdy dudes. Maybe we just related to it more then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> or if it was just when it was just Penny, you know, like Leonard's fawning over her or whatever, and then, you know, then... Uh, the other guys are kind of just losers. It's, right. I don't know. I liked it better. I love how loserish they are, but like, you know they're all rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in many respects, I would like that life. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, I was getting to that, Reg, because who do you think had the bigger TV rating? The finale of Big Bang or the finale of Game of Thrones? Ooh, by the way you worded and that. And they were in the same week. So Yeah, by the way you worded that, I feel like, because my brain wants to say Game of Thrones, but the way you're asking that, I assume it was Big Bang. And I hope it wasn't, but was it Big Bang? It was Big Bang. Oh my God. But a pretty whopping number, actually. Really? Um, It was a two-episode finale for Big Bang. It was just played over an hour. Okay. Um, they drew in 18.5 million live viewers. Wow. Which is nowhere near the biggest finales on TV. No, but, no. Um, yeah, an impressive number in today's day and age. Jesus, no um, kidding. And Game of Thrones hit 13.61 live. That's, mm, yeah, that's shocking. Though, to be fair, probably 40% of Game of Thrones watchers watch illegally. So. <laughs> right, and it says here, too, like uh, they had a comparable 18.4 million viewers when HBO's same-night reruns and streaming services are included. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Huh. I mean, it's no MASH, but... <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Big Bang had... They had a run of 279 episodes, which is apparently a record for a multi-camera series. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't shows go to like 300 episodes and stuff? Or maybe it was just a record run. I don't know. It says record. Yeah, no. 279 episodes, most ever for a multi-camera series. Huh. I'm not entirely sure what that means. What what show is a single cam? I think single cam is when it's just one perspective the whole time. I'm not really sure. What show is only one perspective? I don't know. Maybe just the way that it gets framed. I'm not really sure. I guess. Regardless. Um, it's over. 
That's probably for the best. Yeah, it's over. Game of Thrones is over. I know a lot of people were pissed with this season. Yeah, that's what I sound. And like, whatever, something like a million people signed a petition for them to remake the last season. I'm just like, why why would they? Yeah. (laughs) Apparently they have other endings maybe shot or filmed or George R. R. Martin has some input, but they already did it. Right. You're just going to back out and... Yeah, like, okay, well, we'll give in to peer pressure, I yeah, guess. It's, it is what it is. It's all, not going to happen. All, season, all shows have a bad last season. Almost all the good ones do. Like Dexter, um, I guess Game of Thrones. Dexter, Game of Thrones. How I Met Your Mother. I didn't mind How I Met Your Mothers. That la- my last episode was bullshit. The Why? finale, it was so stupid. Why? They spend fucking like 10 years building up for this chick to be the mom. And then he just goes to Robin? Yeah, because he off. loves her. Oh, it was destiny, Ridge. So he could have not explained like any of that and just ended up with Robin. It was stupid. No, he's like taking it. the kids on a journey. Yeah, no. That's bad. Mm. At any rate, <laughs> I thought it was all right. Imagine how uncomfortable that would be being those kids just hearing your dad talk about all the ladies that he boned. Yeah, that probably would be pretty <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, this one's not your mom, but I had sex with her. But like... <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, we'll get to her later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think we can probably shut her down. Shut um, down. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed uh, our interview with Jeff in the first half of the episode, and we hope we didn't uh, piss you off too bad in the second half. Um, but thanks for joining us once again, if you did. And if you and if we did piss you off, let us know. Sure. Yeah. No, we're happy to talk. Um, yeah, the more the merrier. As always, um, find us on social media at Two Idiots Podcast. Um, as we mentioned earlier, give us a review or a rating on basically anything that you have. But I mean, specifically Apple Podcasts would probably be easiest. Um, yeah, and if you want to follow us on our personal accounts on Instagram, I'm King Reginald Nineteen. I am the Dude Seventy Seven. Whoop whoop. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Check it out. Spread the word. Um. Yeah, I think that's cool. That. I think we're uh, we're out of here. Until next week, boys and girls. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. Peace. Bye.